Shalom Lechem Rabbi Yisai. This week being Parshat Vayishlach, we would like to try to share a few words that are relevant to our Parsha. A lesson that we can learn from our Parsha. After Yaakov, last week's Parsha, is instructed by Kodesh to go back to his father's home, back to his father Yitzchak, after being separated from him for... 20 years, in the end wound up being 22 years, he gets the permission from his wife, Rachel Leah, to go back, and he's on his way. And as he's going, he has to deal with a very big challenge. He has to meet up with his brother Esav, that was ready to kill him, and full of anger and hatred towards him for stealing the brachas from, from Yitzchak. And Yaakov is trying to figure out a way how he can safely bring his family, himself and his family, um, passing through, passing by Asa without being harmed. So he first tries a number of attempts. The first one was by sending Malachim. Like the Pesach says, Yislach Yaakov Malachim Yaakov sent Malachim in front of him to Asa, his brother, Arza says to the place where his brother Esav lived. By Yitzav Esav Leymar, he commanded the Malachim to tell Esav, Esav, so say to my master Esav, so says your servant Yaakov, right, he's near himself to Esav, in love and garti v'echarata, I've been living by love and don't think that I've been so chashiv over here, I was just like a like a stranger over here the whole time. And he's telling about all the different things that he encountered. By Yeshuvah HaMalachim El Yaakov, the Prophet says a few seconds later, HaMalachim came back to Yaakov Lema to tell him, Banu Elochicha El Esav, Yamhelech Lekrasche V'Abam Ish Ima. Your brother Esav, we came to your brother Esav like you instructed us, and we told him what you said, and I we want to just let you know that he's coming now with 400 people to come up against you. The Pesach says, Yaakov had a tremendous pachad, a tremendous fear that Esau is going to try to kill him. Right, he's going to, to kill him, to kill his family, and to, to surround him. So the Pesach tells us how Yaakov Rino prepared himself to Meet Esav. And we know that he prepared himself through tefillah, by davening, with a matana, by sending him a tremendous matana, <coughs> and by splitting up his, his machana, his family into two, so that if Esav would come from one side, <coughs> at least the rest of the family can run off to the other side. Now when it comes to daven, HaKadosh Baruch Hu tefillah, so the Pasuk says, Right? You're the one that told me to go back to my father's house. Rashi explains, I feel very, very, very small, and I feel like I have very small, a very small claim to be zeichet, to be saved over here. Because of all the chasadim that you've done to me through the years, even though Baruch Hashem, I've been learning Torah and I've been 
close to the Kodesh Baruch Hu all these years and trying to reclaim all the mitzvahs and have plenty of schuyas Baruch Hashem and that should hopefully keep me safe when I meet up with Esav but I'm afraid because of all the chesed that you've done for me perhaps I ate up my that ate up my schuyas and I don't have the opportunity now to be safe. I came across this Yaridain over here with nothing. I'm coming back now with two camps over here and all this wealth. Please save me from my brother Esav. My brother from Esav. I'm afraid he's going to come and attack me and my wife and the children. Now, you see from here that Yaakov Avinu was afraid that because you had so much chesed done to him by Kodesh Baruch Hu, that perhaps he's going to lose schuyas. He's not going to have the merits to be able to be saved. You see that Yaakov Avinu was conscientious of that. Now it's interesting because at the beginning of the parsha, the parsha says, "Yishlach Yaakov Malachim lefonav." Yaakov Avinu sent Malachim in front of him. Aleisav Achiv to Aleisav his brother. Now, what does it mean that he sent Malachim? So Rashi brings one of the Lushayinus that he brought down in the Medrash, Malachim Mamish. He sent real angels. He sent real angels to his brother Esau to tell him that he's coming and, and perhaps to appease Esau. The other Pshat in the Medrash, the other Lushan says, it was messenger, Shluchim. Malachim meant Shluchim. Now, the question is, and this is really this question, the question of Amosha Zatzal, Amosha Feinstein Zatzal, that I can understand that Yaakov Avinu sent regular messengers, okay? But how could Yaakov Avinu have sent Malachim? To send Malachim means having to come on to a nice, having to come on to a miracle. We know the cloud that a person has to try as much as he can to life not to have to make miracles happen, not to make something happen in his schus. Because that eats away from a person's schuyas. That's why a person has to make sure that he's careful when he crosses the street, when he does things that if a kashvok has to intervene and make a nice to save him, that can sometimes eat away from a person's schuyas. So here, if Yaakovin had the opportunity to send <coughs> just regular messages to Esau, and instead, according to the first Lashon, he sent Malachim. Malachim means having to come onto a miracle, having to come onto something, something out of nature. And above nature, who probably said, above nature. And therefore, <coughs> he's having to come on to a miracle. And there, that would be a possibility of him having to lose some of the schuyas. And you see later on, we mentioned before that when he was coming to Esau, he said, he's afraid of losing his schuyas because of all the chesed that Hashem did for him. So he was conscientious of that. So why wasn't he conscientious over here when he sent Malachim? <laughs> if he's afraid of losing his schuyas, over there, because of the chesed that Hashem did to him, he should also not have had to come on to miracle, and he should have just sent regular messages like the second Russian of the Medish. That's the question of Moshe Feinstein himself. So Moshe Feinstein himself says a big terrorist. So like this. He says, it depends who you're talking about. When you're talking about a regular person, then that question is a valid question. You don't come on to, you shouldn't have come on to sending Malachim, because Malachim is something which is above nature, and therefore that's having to come on to a miracle, and that could eat away at the schusim of a person. When a person is an Adam HaShalem, a person is complete, complete in his awareness of Hashem, complete in his connection to Hashem, 
that he comes to the awareness and he comes to the understanding that even nature is a miracle. The fact that the world exists and the fact that the world works with the derech hatev of nature is Hashem's hidden way of making miracles every single day. Like we say, davening every single We have Nisan happening to us in the evening, in the morning, in the afternoon, all day and all night. There's Nisan happening on a constant basis. Even the natural things that happen in the world, it's more Kaddish Baruch so a person who's another Hashem, he understands that everything by nature is really Hashem, and and uh, therefore everything's a miracle. So he, to him, it's not; a, it doesn't really make a difference if he's going to send malachim or if he's going to send messages. It's all the same thing because it's all a Kaddish Baruch intervention. It's all a Kaddish Baruch Hu's that's being involved inside the world, and therefore that is all a Kaddish Baruch Hu's um, doing, and therefore it's it's all all these. Everything that happens in the world is a nice. Nothing's taken for granted and to think that it's in our control. Kodesh controls everything and gives us the opportunity to be able to make the moves that we do, but it's all under his control. And therefore, Yaakov Avinu, who was on that madrega, it wasn't going to take away from his chusim, by the, his, his, his merits, by going ahead and sending Malachi, because he understood that everything, even nature, is a, is, is a miracle. Now, I think that this is something which is also relevant to the special Chag of Hanukkah, it's roughly Yom Tif of Hanukkah, that we're just a little bit more than a week away from. There, there's a famous question that the Beis Yosef asks. Famous Beis Yosef's question, <coughs> why do we celebrate Hanukkah? For eight days, there was, what, well, in the Pach Shemen, there was enough Shemen for one day. So the first day was a miracle. The seven days afterwards was a miracle. The first day was <coughs> it was meant to be. It was, it was something that was supposed to happen. It wasn't a miracle. So that's the basic answer to this question. There's hundreds and hundreds of answers on uh, to answer that question. But one of the Bavarian answers like this, he says the same you cite. If you look at the actual lighting of the candle the first day as something that's nat- natural, it's teva, it's nature, and it's not a miracle, then you have a question. But if the actual lighting of the candle is also a miracle, it's just a miracle of the Hester in a hidden way that we don't always realize and it looks like nature, it fools us. We don't see something above nature. We don't see something that's happening uh, as, out, of, out of the regular. And we, under, we understand that that's still a miracle as well. So that's also a miracle. So once we're making a yamtif for the miracle which was above nature and which was for something out of the ordinary, we also made the yamtif including the miracle of the first day as well. When a person starts to realize how much HaKadosh Baruch Hu's involvement in our lives is so, so important and how, involved, how, how much HaKadosh Baruch Hu involved just in the natural part of our lives, then we would be able to mechazek ourselves and feel it much more. And to realize how for everything, we can't take anything for granted. Everything is, is, is so special. Everything is so great. But there's no guarantees to anything. And when I realize nothing's owed to me, like in last week's parasha, when Leia Yimeinu was naming her sons, so she had Ruben, Shim, and Levi, and she came to Yehuda, so she named him Yehuda. Yehuda was her fourth son. Why? To show thanks. So why now? Why did she wait now to show thanks? So the question explained that we, we knew that all the, the, the Yaakov was supposed to have 12 shvatim, each, there were four wives, it would make sense that each one should have three. 
here, she saw that she had a fourth son, so she decided to say thank you. Right? She says, "Apam Hashem." Now I will show thanks to Hashem. The pasuk says, like Rashi explains, because here I see I got more than my share. When can a person start to show thanks to Hakadosh Baruch Hu? Only when he starts to realize and to understand that I had got more than my share. When you go through life realizing and feeling, Hakadosh Baruch Hu doesn't owe me anything. Nobody owes me anything. Hakadosh Baruch Hu doesn't owe me anything. Therefore, you appreciate everything that you have. When you realize that Hakadosh Baruch Hu can change the whole nature of the world in two seconds, like we've seen through this year, the last two years, such you know strange things happening to the world all over the world, and we see Hakadosh Baruch Hu's control on the Teva, on the nature of the world, then we see his involvement, and that's Mechazikas and Atzvila and Akashat Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and that I think is a good preparation for Hanukkah because Hanukkah is such a big you know, opportunity for us to accomplish in our chizuk and limud in the chizuk and tefillah, and sometimes we just let it go by with Baruch Hashem. There's different parties and things we enjoy ourselves with, and it's very nice. And and you know, it also adds to the Hanukkah. But if that's all we're left with, and we just let the Hanukkah go by, go by, we don't take, you know, we don't make use of the opportunity. With Hashem, Hashem should open all of our hearts to be able to see that we can identify Kodesh Baruch Hu's involvement. Not just only in the things that are above nature, but the things that we see even in the Teva, that we should be able to use that to be able to mechazek us and atfil and avedis Hashem and bring us to bigger and higher places than Hashem. Everyone should have a wonderful Shabbos and Kol Tuf.